Hi guys, welcome to the Two Gays and Jays podcast. Um, on today's episode, uh, my good friend Chris is going to be joining us. He is a um, clothing line business owner. He is a husband. He's a father. He works with uh, finances and mortgages, and I really, really hope you guys enjoy our conversation. Um, I also hope that you guys have a safe, happy, and healthy 4th of July, and yeah, I hope you guys have a good uh, weekend. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. Okay, we're recording. (laughs) I was supposed to have coffee, though, and then I was going to title it Coffee with Chris, but you didn't want coffee, so... I'm still going to title it Coffee with Chris, regardless if you want it or not, if you have coffee or not. Um, all right. Well, welcome. This is the Two Gays and Jays podcast with Gay Voice Number One. And my second guest, who's the best, uh, Chris. Do you want me to use? That's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Chris, it's very exciting because you have a... Um, actually what I wanted to ask you before we start is Chris has a new clothing line coming out or a new, not a new clothing line, but a new, um, collection. collection. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to ask you actually, cause I don't know if you've ever told me this, like what got you into, um, designing clothes in the first place? Like what got you wanting to have your own line? I just needed to do something that was going to fulfill me and not make me go back to rehab. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I just needed something that was going to kind of like drive me mm-hmm. that wasn't a negative thing. Wow. So I didn't know that. Yeah, and then I stopped with it once we once my wife and I got married and then it just like seemed too much like we had a kid and we mm-hmm. got married and then we also opened a salon and we just did all of that literally yeah, within months and so I was just like, okay. But then I, like, just kind of felt with everything going on, like, I just needed something to, I needed a positive influencer in my own personal life again, so I just had to redo it. That's really cool, and you also changed, like, the, the, not the, I wouldn't call it a logo necessarily, but you kind of changed it, and now it's, like, the more cursive, which I totally, like, I totally dig it. Yes. What was, what was the um, thought behind that? I just, I wanted something different. I was tired of the old look of it. Mm -hmm. Um just like initially it started off where it was just like some catchy sayings but a lot of it was like ohio based and oh yeah 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 and i just there's just way too much competition everyone does that anymore and so i'm just kind of sick of it and so i needed to figure out what was actually going to be a new look um and like how i needed it to look Mm -hmm. um because when you design something like that, you want, you need to create it to where it's something that obviously like you're in love with, but you also know that someone else can fall in love mm-hmm. with. And like, I just needed those two to merge together. Yeah. I mean, totally. <laughs> the cursive thing is like totally cool. I dig it. I think it's cool. Um, well, what you. are you, um, what kind of things are you going to be putting it on? Like, are you going to do t-shirts, crew necks? Like what's the so whole? So we'll do, uh, t-shirts, like sweatshirts, um, some like bomber jackets, uh, cool. And then also going to get into some, um, like, wall art. Um, just because there are some things, like, there's one thing that I have, and it's called the New America. And mm-hmm. it will be on, like, a canvas or, like, on a poster that actually be framed. So, it's just starting off easy with that kind of stuff. That's cool. <laughs> so, I'm excited yeah. for you, man. Well, thank you. And what do you do, what do, you do um, for your, like, full-time job? I'm a mortgage loan officer, so I... And what got you in that? Because I fucking hate numbers. (laughs) 
See, I love numbers. Right. I do not like to... I, I don't like to read. I don't like to do any of that. So, and I shouldn't, like, with mortgages, you do have to read, but it's the whole it's... number crunching process that, once again, like, kind of drives me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you actually, like, are doing ratios and calculating everything and you can figure out how much money you're going to save someone or, um, like, what... If you just are assisting someone, helping them get to their goal mm-hmm. is, like, the biggest part of it. Everyone wants to be an owner of something, and if property can be it, then let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. Didn't you tell me that your mom kind of got you into yeah. that? Wasn't she really good at that, too? My she mom was... is in... And she still does it, right? Yeah, okay. she is in, like, the note industry side of it. So, where, like, she and the company that she works for, and then she has her own separate company that they buy bad loans or non-performing loans from larger banks and then they basically kind of help turn them turn those loans around or they can if a family don't no longer wants a property then they can kind of use it as a flip project Mm -hmm. um, get like other investors involved and and figure out how they need to use it oh that's cool um have you ever thought about like opening your own thing yes but it takes a lot of money i would love to i would love to own a bank yeah oh wow I would, oh, I would, would it be like a credit union or something or what would it be like more I guess more likely I mean that's kind of how I'd want it to go is mm-hmm. I would want it to be like credit union because I feel like credit unions help people more so than they look at you as an individual and not like yeah, as big, a big bank yeah um and so but. listen I got my home loan through a bank a big bank and it was a pain in the ass Oh, yeah. Because it was just like, they looked at every little debt thing that I had, and I mean, it was just, it was a nightmare. And I know that when <laughs> I get my next house, it's not, it's not going to be like that at all. They, hopefully, things are changing in like the lending world, especially like when like they look at student loans and when they are looking at like other parts of debt that really shouldn't like be a big factor. Like the biggest thing is now like medical bills over a certain dollar amount can't be held against you. Oh, okay. Um, And then, like, also, like, some collections, like, you know, a medical bill previously, even if you did pay it off, stayed on the credit report. Now, most things that are in collections, whether it's a medical bill or not, once they're paid off, they immediately should be removed. So then that way you're not having to explain something that happened when, like, most people call it when they were young and dumb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Student loans are still held against you, though? For right now. That's crazy, man. Just depends on who your lender is, but... Like, for the most part, they if you are on a payment plan, they would take that into account. If not, then they take 1% of your total overall balance. So most people would not technically be able to afford a mortgage. <laughs> I mean, I was lucky to get what I got for the amount of student, student loan debt that I have. So, I mean, it's crazy. But you're on your way to having it all forgiven. Yes. Yes, I am. A couple more years, hopefully. And then it'll be... It'll be done. But, um, yeah, so that's crazy, man. I'm really happy that you got a new clothing line coming out, though. Well, thank you. Um, is there anything you want people to know about your clothing line? Like, what it represents? Um, I would just say that my biggest thing with this new collection is that I just want to be able to put a little bit of hope back into humanity and into our world. I just feel like we have lost that along the way. I feel like even when it comes down to, like, the simple relationship we don't even take it seriously enough um we just stopped somewhere along the way we stopped looking at humans as humans oh (laughs) yeah and so i just would like to put a little hope back into the world that's cool man um you had a really good facebook video the one day 
um, I didn't know all of those stories that you were talking about. I was like, holy shit, like, you know, but that's me as a white person not having to, you know, deal with any of that fucking nonsense. So, um, yeah, I mean, has has it been like you've been deleting people left and right kind of deal? Because I probably delete at least like at least a good like four to five people a day. And I just I delete them because at this point in time, like I am like exhausted mm-hmm. and like I'm just I'm tapped out and I don't have time to argue with you. And for the most part is that like and if I can go on like the, a lot of the posts that people are making and I can see that. There are other people who are, like, trying to reason with you and you're still not getting it. Right. Like, right. I'm not going to waste my time or energy. And so I just start deleting people. But the odd thing is, is that I feel like every single day, like, for the four to five people that I delete, there's four to five people who are just like, hey, I am, like, for you. So let me just, can I be your new friend? And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess you made up for these bad apples. <laughs> yeah, man. And I've been getting into argument. Like, and, you know, um... My girlfriend, you know her, but whatever, Um, she used to make fun of me for, like, getting into arguments with people on Facebook and kind of, she would look at it as, like, you know, it's kind of pointless. Like, why are you doing that with people? And I'm like, listen, if I can break through and reach one person on any given topic, like, I just feel like I've made a difference. And, but then there are people that, that, that they listen to respond so that they're not even, they're literally not, there was that one on uh, your wife's post where that dude just kept like black on black crime and this and that and the other. And I'm just (laughs) like, that has nothing to do with anything that what your wife posted. That has nothing to do with anything. She used to get like that and say like, well, why are you wasting time? Like I am so nonviolent. I don't like arguing, but like she would argue with me all day, every day. But like to, post something and then to go back and forth with someone online she didn't like it but these days she's like oh okay well i guess like the rules don't matter anymore because it just people are just being so naive and ignorant and to a point it's just like how far how much are you going to allow yourself to be like so stubborn and like uneducated to where like you can't reason and see someone else's point of view I agree. I don't, I don't understand. It just doesn't make any sense to me because it's like you feel the way that you feel for a reason, okay? So, right. like, let's just go ahead and hear the other side out to see why they feel the way that they feel. It's just, it's like it is the golden rule. Like, you know, like, you obviously want to be, you want to treat people the way you want to be treated, but, like, you also have to listen the same way that you would want someone to listen to you. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to listen to respond, that means, like, you're really not, you're just waiting to see, like, what is going to be said. So, then that way you can go ahead and basically copy and paste of what you put on someone else's post that you're just going to put here. Or it's, like, a screenshot that you took offline. And it just, they like, they keep going and going and going. And then as soon as, like, someone, even, like, with the whole Bubba thing with uh, NASCAR... And everyone's out here calling him, you know, Jesse from Empire. And it's like, the he is not the one who found it. NASCAR called him. So it's like... What I want to know is how can you say that this was from like two years ago? How do you know what a rope looks like? I mean, because that was an article that I read. And I was just like, what? Yeah. what are you saying? Like these people, they just don't, they don't get it. And I just really, like I said in my video, I don't know if people care to get it. And that's just, that's what's unfortunate is that 
they have gone this long with everything being normal to them is that they just don't care right. because it hasn't affected them. So, and do you think that's why it is the way it is in Ohio? Oh yeah, it just it, it hasn't affected them, and so they don't care. And like that's just where it is. That's just where like it really it, it at the end of the day it just sucks. Yeah. Like, there's no other way to put it. It just, it it absolutely sucks. You know, I can go from my house in good old North Canton to a different part of town and, like, have conversations with people. Just, like, you know, even for, like, how, like, the schools are. Like, they think that it's okay. Just, like, this past year, there was a North... uh, some kids who played on North Canton's uh, basketball team and their coach told them that they needed to cut their hair because it did not look like a normal haircut. It, they were just growing it out and like the one kid, he just wanted his hair to look like Odell Beckham's. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> and it said it didn't look didn't normal because they try to keep things quiet. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm you hear, sure. com- you know, we have conversations at the barbershop. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> And so it's like, it just like things like that. And then like, you know, with how things are handled in like the workplace is definitely screwed up and it sucks, but like people don't get that because it doesn't affect them. But what people fail to realize is that just because something doesn't affect you doesn't mean that you haven't played and played a part in how it has affected other people. And I think that everyone, like, right now thinks that everything is just, like, based upon, like, oh, like, it's all about the police. No, it's not, like... It's so much deeper than that. It's, like, how are people dealt with when it comes to, you know, just their regular jobs? How are things handled in HR departments? And the majority of... Education, too, man. Yeah, and education. I see it every day. Like, most companies here in Ohio, they do not have a lot of people of color in, like their leadership mm. and like uh, like even here in town like the you have uh i don't know what is it called synchrony it used to be called oh, uh-huh. GE. Yeah, so you yeah. have synchrony and you have keenan advantage group and they have the most people of color in any form of leadership here in town wow i didn't know that that's and that, that. that's it and it just it's nice enough because their regional uh hr person at keenan advantage Keenan Advantage Group, he is black. And so, like, he has, like, tried to help things or whatever, but obviously, like, he's had to work really hard to get where he's at. So he follows, you know, the rules of society. And so, like, he does what he can. But, like, Synchrony, a lot of those people of color, like, they've been in their positions for years. And, like, I used to work at worked there when it was called GE when I was like 19 and so a lot of the managers who were there then are still there now but well, that's that's good I mean that's it you don't see like you don't see it at the hospitals yeah. you don't see it in any of our education systems except for like even like in the inner city there's not a lot of people of color in any form of leadership and you don't see it at any of police these like, officers yeah there, I think there's like nine black police officers in Canton City which is terrible. Yeah, I mean, I see it in the education system on on the daily. It's just like you're you're putting you want all the kids to be at the same 
standard, the level of standards, right? So you give them these tests and things like that. And I'm like, but one of these kids is coming from a shelter. One of these kids doesn't have a stable home life. And, you know, then there you have the other end of the spectrum where these kids, you know, living super well off, both parents, both parents around, you know, making millions, whatever. And you expect all those same kids to have the same, you expect them to put in the same amount of work and then criticize them and demean them when they don't and call them victims and whatever. And it's just like, you have never had, like, and I don't care if you have, everybody handles trauma differently. differently. And that's the end of the day. That is what people are failing to realize. Like, I'm sorry that you've never had to experience any form of trauma. And I learned this, you know, when I was in New York um, and we did um, a uh, diversity and inclusive training which I think is important and needs to be done in oh, yeah. all corporations because I'll admit it, there were things, you know, when you grow up in Ohio, you're super ignorant to certain things. And it wasn't until I got out and went to New York City and like I was literally the only white person walking down the street and I loved it. Cause I was like, dude, I don't know why you wouldn't. Like there's so much great food. You're learning all this culture. You're learning different languages. You're seeing different ways that people dress. Like I watched 90 Day Fiance. I know you know this. I'm going to tell I you, man. Can't stand that the way the Nigerians <laughs> dress, I love it. It's super, like, just clean. I don't know. They look really good. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. No, I'm digressing. <laughs> but I'm just saying. So I did a diversity and inclusive training in New York. And it really brought to light the things that people here don't necessarily understand. And the problem is, is that some people don't even want to understand it. They don't, and they don't care. But, like, the crazy thing is that, like, these same people who don't care to understand will go to, like, they'll go on a missions trip. They'll go to, you know, oh like... God, don't do the missions <laughs> trip, man. They'll, or, like, they'll be like, oh, well, like, you know, these poor children in Africa. I understand that. But what are you doing about the people who are in your own town? Nothing. And you raise children who you have made your own personal comments at home as a parent mm -hmm. and why your children view these other children the way that they do because of how you have socialized them. Just plain and simple. Or just like even like when it comes to like the, you know, like Hispanic community, you know, like you'll go to Mexico all day long. You'll go wherever you want to go. You'll hire these people to do your landscaping. You'll hire them to clean your pool. But... You won't do anything to, to fight for their lives. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. So you'll pay them at a much lower price wage than what you would pay someone else. And you're doing that for a reason. And you're okay with it for a reason. But you won't do anything to say, like, you know, we have to do something to protect them. It just doesn't make any sense. No, because they always go for those, like, fucking straw man arguments about, like, black-on-black -black crime. And it's like, dude, white people kill white people the exact same amount as black. And that has nothing to, to do, do with, with anything. That has nothing to do with systematic racism. That has nothing to do with the educational system. That has nothing to do with anything. Like, and if you just fucking open up your phone and go to Google, you would be able to see that there are actual problems out there. Uh -huh. And they don't want to do that. They just want to fucking throw these things in your face. And it's just like, you obviously don't care to know because you're literally just trying to, just trying to bash everything I'm saying by just throwing these stupid Everyone wants to protect their own narrative. 
and that's right. just that's that it's yep. the it's their own narrative yep. and they want to protect it mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like if you can look back over your own life and say that you know you have had a perfect life with nothing no nothing has ever gone wrong in your life then why can't you be humble or vulnerable enough to just say like I would want that for someone else like that's what like humanity is about like you just have to be able to separate the fact of how much longer are you going to allow yourself to be so selfish and it's it's so unfortunate that people think the way that they think and i just until i watched that video about what happened in north Canyon yesterday i just i really thought that like we were on a good dude good road of change because you saw the videos from canton i mean i was down in canton and it was nobody broke into anything and i don't know why you think people would i mean there are opportunists everywhere but that that's what they are those are not protester protesters by any means they are opportunists they are looking for means to go steal shit and you're going to have opportunists in anything that you do but everything in downtown canton was super peaceful the mayor was down there he was walking with everybody he spoke a bunch of times i mean he was super behind everything we talked to police officers when we would get to intersections they were like Hey, keep going, keep going, like, you know, fight the good fight. And it's just like, but then you see what you saw in North Canton. And if you haven't seen that video and you literally just read a news article, I suggest you watch the video (laughs) to make your own assumptions about it. Because um, I have been arguing with people on Facebook all morning um, about the Castle Doctrine that's in Ohio. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. So it's basically like Ohio's a non-retreat state. But what I said was that, okay, the man had, this is only, okay, to be fair, you saw those people in St. Louis, right? The, mm-hmm. the husband and wife that everybody's like making memes about now. It's fucking hilarious. But anyways, <laughs> so the husband, as, as dumb and as stupid as it looked, he was legally within his rights to stand there and hold his gun. But his wife, on the other hand, is pointing it at people. And that is classified as assault, okay? Mm -hmm. You can't point your gun at someone. So if you haven't watched a North Canton video and you're just saying that this man had every right to defend himself, this man was not in danger. First of all, he drove through protesters, okay? So obviously protesters are probably going to punch your car and do whatever because they're being hit by a truck. Truck. This wasn't even like a Mini Cooper. This This was was a Ram 1500. (laughs) Yeah. So first he drives through everybody and then he gets through the people and then turns his truck back around, hops out of his truck with his gun and starts pointing it at people. So if you're just going to go based off of news articles, I think that's really just fucking asinine of you. And I think that you need to watch the video of it because no, no point in time did I see, I didn't hear any protester threaten that man's life. No. I didn't hear anybody say anything that was negative towards him at all until he started driving his truck through people. And then what do you expect for people to do? Like, just like, oh, I'm going to lay down here and die. Like, no, like, I just don't understand like where... You can justify that. And there's so many people who are on so many posts who are just like, oh, good for him. Like, finally, someone, you know, is, is, you know, doing the right thing by telling these people that we're not going to stand for this. By you saying that you're not going to stand for it just tells you that you feel the way that you do and you do not see equality. You don't want it. And that is the reason why. And then, like, everyone's just like, well, you know, like, well, why are they even blocking off an intersection? Well, if the police allowed them to do it and the police were there directing traffic... Who cares if he couldn't, if 
this man couldn't wait his extra few minutes that he had to wait for his turn to be able to go. It's literally a minor inconvenience. Yeah, and that's that's what it is. And literally. like you can see in the in the video that there are other people who are just like, okay, well, screw this, and so like they are turning around mm-hmm. and going. I did to, see that. Yeah, they're not mm-hmm. like you know trying to run people over and threaten their lives, and it's just like and the thing the issue is with it is that if he had been black or if he had been a Hispanic, if he had been anyone other than a basically a white man at this point in time he wouldn't it wouldn't have gone the way that it that it did no they didn't even put handcuffs on him they walked him like as if like his parents were walking him into his first day of preschool (sighs) except for he was being walked into the north can police department it was frustrating and i love these videos or these other posts that everyone is just like no one cares about black on black or no one cares about black lives they only care about it when it's being recorded are you kidding me or Chicago. If I gotta fucking hear somebody bring up Chicago one more time. And I'm just like, do y'all not understand? And I'll be honest, like, when people make arguments, what I do is I kind of, like, assess it. I'm just kind of like, okay, why are they saying these things, right? So then I Google Chicago. And there are, like, hundreds of programs, youth programs, mm-hmm. teen programs, all kinds of programs that are implemented in Chicago already to combat this situation. And first of all, again... That has nothing to do with police brutality. It has everything to do with the way that these kids are brought up. And they have no other means. Their backs are against the wall. They are trying to fight, fight each other, fight whoever. To stay alive. To stay alive alive and survive. (laughs) I just don't fucking understand. People don't understand because, like, they... And, like, it's it's an amazing thing that they have all these programs and... There's also a lady um, by the name of Erica Ford, and, like, she has a peace bus that she, like, will show up in the middle of, like... Is this in Chicago? She does it in Chicago, and she does it somewhere else. Um, I want to say it's, like, in L.A. Mm-hmm. But she was backed by Lauren London and um, Reebok to, okay. um, like, after Nipsey Hussle's death, to be able to, like, continue to, uh, like, do what she's doing. But, I mean, like, she will show up in the middle of, like a gang fight like guns are drawn like and she would just get right in the middle of it and so like but like she takes these gang members to like have them meet with people who are in prison or people who just got out of prison she'll have them meet with like you know moms who have lost their kids through you know gun violence and things like that so like there are people and there are programs and organizations who are trying to change that but what you also have to understand is that like there's no value put into those communities and you know like even when it comes to the schools like most children who grow up in poor situations like not even only like financially but like if your home if your home life in general is just toxic school is an escape for you mm-hmm. and like your teachers your friends at school become your home mm-hmm. and like it's your your escape from your own reality and that's what i don't think that most of america understands because they haven't had to experience that and these kids like they are doing whatever they can but when it's time to go home they have to go back to a toxic life and that doesn't matter there are white people who live in you know in these situations doesn't matter like you know if you would grow up in those environments like school is basically your new best friend like that is who where your nurse is that is where your other mom is that is where you know like your other dad is and your siblings like your friends become your siblings that you can rely on and like these people just don't understand or care to understand to like 
research what's actually being done to help change these neighborhoods. And like they just immediately want to throw out like what they knew from three, four years ago. And it just sucks. But it's like I could talk about how a lot of these white families here in good old Ohio's families have robbed, cheated, and stole to be able to help continue to build generational wealth for their own. But like you didn't do it legally. So if you want to just, you know, like all like these triple sevens or whatever, it's not legal. Was it? Like all like these like you know oh those those, uh, yeah. those gambling places like or whatever that those stu- are. That, that stuff is not legal but it's helped your family it's not legal it's helped your families get to a certain point oh shit you know like people who have lied and taken out false student loans to be able to mm. help build their family's wealth and that was for someone who was on my wife's post <laughs> oh shit. And hey, listen. <laughs> like it's just like you can't bash people because they steal from the corner store because they're hungry. But at the end of the day, like these people have stolen, lied, and cheated the like for the majority of their lives or their families have just to be able to gain and capitalize on some things. It's not a good, com- it's not, you know, you can't say, well, forget what I did and then only point out the fact that these kids, you know, or whoever, like they steal from their corner store and that's just because they have to make a living. These white families here in Ohio, they have plenty of other options. <laughs> these kids who are in the inner city and, you know, Chicago, New York, LA, places like that, their families don't really have a lot of other choices that they can make and especially like if you have been if your family has always been in a situation it's only a few of family members who make it out the majority of that family continues to have to deal with that right they continue to live in those toxic places and it and it true it's really sad that america does not care to help no i mean they it's just it's and it just sucks that it sucks to me that you only care to help when you're kind of, when that situation is kind of put into light for you. Like you have to see it in order to believe it. Oh, but yeah. you'll believe that there are billionaires. You know, like you believe in, uh, what's his name from Amazon? Like he's a billionaire, right? Like you believe that he's a billionaire, but you're not going to believe, you know, the struggles that inner city kids go through. You, you don't believe it because you're not there. You're not experiencing it. And white people are huge in that. <laughs> They will not, they'll be like, listen, oh, well, I grew up poor. It's like, motherfucker, but you're white. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you grew up poor. The skin color is not going to, your voice is never not going to be heard, regardless. I don't care how poor you grew up. Like, and I, and it took me a second to realize that. It's like, yeah, I'm gay, but, you know, and, and I'm not saying gay people haven't had to go through, you know, stripes and tribulations and things like that, but I'm also white. So for me, it's like any platform I'm on, people are always going to respond. It's always going to be my voice is going to be heard. And I think that a lot of white people now are super dumb to that. And it's just like, you're using this platform to just sit here and argue with people instead of just like putting it down and just saying, listen, I'm a white person and I support black lives. That's it. That's not political. (laughs) That's not disrespectful. No. It's not saying, and I hate when then they say, you've ever seen that meme where, meme where it's like, um, black lives, okay, 
um, Hispanic lives, okay, but white lives, like, not okay. And it's like, white is not a culture, okay? We don't season our chicken, okay? And white is not a culture either because we're all from different places. We, uh, white is a race. Like, I, I just don't understand. Black people, you come from Africa, you come from uh, Haiti, you come from different places. You have that culture that can bring into this country. We, uh, I, I can't say white pride, literally, because that's... <laughs> That, that is beyond racist. I don't understand why people think there's this one kid that's on Facebook. I can't say his name, but I've been looking at his posts. It's Josh. I'll have to show you after this. Okay. But um, he had a post that did that, that said, you know, black, uh, black lives, okay, or, you know, Hispanic lives, okay, but white lives, you know, whatever. And then this girl commented on it, and she was mutual friends with you, and I wanted to screenshot it and send it to you. And it was just, I, like, I just laughed at her comment because I was like, I can't believe that certain people feel this way. Like, oh, it's I disgusting. Can. Like, and it's, it's so crazy, especially for, like, for the people who, like, you're not ballsy enough or you don't have the balls to actually, like, post the things like yourself. But you'll wait until someone else posts something so then that way you can go and comment. Mm. So then that way it's not directly on your page. Mm-hmm. And... Like, so, which is mind-blowing itself, but, like, these people are, a lot of people are keyboard thugs. Oh, yeah. Just call it what it is. Oh, yeah. And I can respect the man, this old white man, who I just saw at Handles, like, a week ago, who literally, I mean, like, gave me, like, the dirtiest looks from the time that I got. North Can Handles? Yeah, from the time. Fuck that place. (laughs) You gotta go to the one in Perry, man. They cool over there in Perry. From the time I got out of my car. Till I got in line and like he had already placed his order and just like kept like just giving me like all these like dirty looks and like I just went like old man like you will get beat up today but you know as my wife says you know I have to remind myself that I'm a husband and a father I have a career and you know you just gotta let people be people but it's like I know, but I'm sorry. I, I don't know how you I don't know how you put up with it. I can respect that a lot more than from someone who just literally is sitting behind their phone or their computer oh. and then like but then like when they see you in person, they That's act like right. nothing ever happened and then you're supposed to be like, you know, best friends. Like, mm-hmm. no, I remember like you posted two weeks ago that basically you just said that you didn't give a damn what happened to black people basically. But now all of a sudden like we're supposed to be cool? No, it doesn't work like and that. And I'm sure you probably like <laughs> I mean, um, when the Senate passed the bill for um, you not being, uh, for corporations not being allowed to fire people for being gay, like, I saw people that I did not expect that were, like, against that posting about it. And I'm sure you've probably seen people that you were like, damn, like, I I thought we were like, (laughs) uh, I thought we were like, cool, or whatever, like, and, you know, people can... This is funny because people bring up the argument like we don't always have to agree on anything. But like, no, on these things we do Do have have to to. agree on. Because like I'm gay and if you don't agree with something like the adoption bill that was in Tennessee or whatever whatever (laughs) fucking state where they didn't want gay people to adopt. It's like if you're posting or you're arguing with me when I post that, mm, I can't can't be cool with you, man. Because that's literally, that is my makeup. I, I don't know what to tell you. And I'm sure it's been super eye-opening for you. It's, just It's crazy, especially from a lot of, like, females. Because really? I, I can tell these females, especially this one in particular. Oh, we're going to have to, we're going to need some tea after this. We get... It's like, 
you used to sleep with black dudes. Oh no. And you just you post all these things and it's just like it oh it just it really like it just it burns me up because I literally want to just go ahead and just lay out all their business because I know what you used to do. So just because you have a different boyfriend now doesn't exclude the fact that at one point in time you had black boyfriends. You did things with these black boyfriends. You had one night stands with black dudes. So all of a sudden, like, they just deserve to be, you know, put in prison. They deserve to be killed. You know, like, I just, they, they don't deserve to have equal rights because it was okay when you guys were doing it. So what's the difference now? Mm-mm. Like, oh, just because you sleep next to somebody else these days doesn't mean that you have to forget that who you used to sleep next to. <laughs> well, and I just don't understand why they make it into a political thing. I'm just like, you know, people will be like, it's not okay. It's not okay to say that. Like, you know, you got to watch what you say. And it's like, I don't have to fucking watch anything. <laughs> like, I teach black kids. And I could never imagine. If one of my kids was on one of those videos, I would have fucking lost my shit. Like, And that's what people don't get. <laughs> like, it's just like... I don't understand. Like, I made... And I do this on purpose. Or, like, Haley will. Like, me more so than her. But I will post a picture of my child. And to watch, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I understand that, like, yes, like, he is my kid. I think that he's perfect. And, like, he is just absolutely. very adorable. Like, he is just absolutely, like, a beautiful individual. And it will get, like, you know, two, three hundred likes. But then the day that I asked if it were him in one of these videos, would you give a damn? Would you care and would you fight for his life or fight for his rights? Only 52 people out of almost 1,600 people were just like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And it's like, that's my point. You feel the way that you feel for whatever reason. And just like, you know, and I love these Canton police cop, police uh, wives here in our lovely town who are just like, you don't understand what it's like. No, you don't understand what it's right. like because just as easy as that, like your husband and for some that I know for a fact have gotten out of multiple DUIs and other domestic violence cases that have gone on between the two of you. It doesn't like the same rules don't apply to the everyday black man who is not a cop. Like, it just, like, that's what you don't get. Well, so, and you ch- and you choose to be a cop. I mean, yeah. and no one is trying to say that cops don't have a hard... I mean, you're literally... You could be possibly putting your life in danger on the regular. And no one is denying that. And, but and black men are doing that daily. <laughs> and they can't take that skin off. They can't. You can take your uniform off and nobody knows that you're a cop. But black men have to go out on the street every day... Yeah. It don't matter if you're, you know, and, you know, heaven forbid you're wearing a hoodie. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, you would think, I, I just, I can't. They did that, what would you do, experiment uh-huh. with, um, who's the guy on uh, Shark Tank that does FUBU? What's his name? Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking about. What is his name? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Damon. Yeah, Damon. Yeah. Well, he, they did a, they did a what would you do where he went into uh, a suit shop wearing you know a hoodie and a puffer vest and you know joggers or whatever and you know they had the security guards like egging him on talking shit and you'd be surprised that some of the people that didn't even say anything and just kind of let they, it happen they, they, they never do like from the 
when I went into, um, we went to go like look at like tuxes or whatever when we were, when I was getting married at Men's Warehouse. Which, by the way, your tux was fucking awesome. Well, thank you. Where did you get it from, Men's Warehouse? Uh huh. Oh, Men's okay. Warehouse. Cool. And the first time I went by myself, nobody wanted to help me. And the sad thing is, there was even black people working there, except for this one black girl, and she was like. Like, what, what do you need? Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, well, like, I'm in the, at the moment. I was like, I'm just in here looking. I was like, I need to wait for my wife. Like, cause I'm not going to be able to wear it unless she gives the okay. And And so finally, and then like, you know, like she was super nice. And then like, but we only went back when she, when the black girl was actually working because no one else cared. And like, it just, it's so crazy to know that. And even, like, if the way that I'm dressed right now, I look homeless, so you guys can no. judge me. I'm, wear, like, I look like a Christmas I mean, tree. listen. <laughs> me too, kind of. And. <laughs> That's so and I like it. He made fun of my chains earlier, by the way. Don't let him. I, don't I can know only why. have one? No, I just, you Do you know, want me to only have one? No, I just was surprised. I was like, um, oh, hey, two chains, that's all. Okay. But, you know, everyone's layering up their chains these days. I know, you're right. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> okay, anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, like, if I am dressed this way and I go somewhere, I am treated differently from when, if I am wearing something that I might wear on a normal day-to-day basis mm-hmm. than how I am right now. And it's just, it's a fact. Like, uh, when it comes to, like, just, like, going to the grocery store and... There can be someone white beside me who is dressed the same way, but how the cashier or whoever will talk to me or not make eye contact with me, not like if I say thank you, if I, you know, not ask me if I want plastic or paper, they don't ask me those questions. And it's just like, okay. So like even like a few weeks ago, Giant Eagle, and I have my most race, like racial experiences at Giant Eagle. I need to stop shopping there, but I continue. In North Camp? Yeah. You gotta stop going there. You gotta go to fresh time, man. Okay, whatever. Anyways. Okay. Uh, but the guy, he never made eye contact with me. I asked him multiple questions, never acknowledged my questions. And so finally. The cashier? Uh huh. I. He wasn't bagging my groceries. And so I was just finally like, can I just do this myself? Because if not, I mean, we're just gonna hold up the line. And that's when he finally was just like, yeah, whatever. And I just want to, I, at that point in time, like, now if I respond, I'm in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Because no one else sees, no one else knows about everything that was asked or said before then. But, like, if I just react, then I'm the one who is looking, looked at as a crazy black man who just freaked out on this, on this dude. And, like, and that's just where people, there's no reason I wasn't a dick to him. I was nice. I just... I asked him, and my initial question was, I asked him if my Giant Eagle card had scanned. Because, like, you mm. know, sometimes it'll just, like, you know, ding, mm-hmm. but you don't know. Yeah. And it just, like, it just doesn't make any sense. And, like, no one says anything. And there were people who could technically be a witness. No one says anything. They just wait for the angry black person to show up and then basically put this person in their place. And that's why you see all these recordings of all these lovely Karens going around because people are sick of it. I can tell you one thing. There is this one black girl who made this TikTok video and she is like, you just, you guys are letting white, racist white people spit and punch you in the face. And she's like, who, who? 
I die laughing every single time. You gotta set it to me. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I randomly found it on Instagram one day, but like, I think I watched it like five times the other day because that's how I feel. Like, I mean, I can, you can be rude, you can not talk to me, you can give me dirty looks, but the moment that you would like actually physically do something, like, I just, you just, you see me on 3, 5, and 8, CNN. MSN News, Yahoo News. <laughs> Not Yahoo. Don't bring Yahoo's ass in. <laughs> like you, you would just, because I don't. You haven't had anyone, like, get physical with you, have you? Not as an adult. Okay. Yeah, not, not as yeah, an adult. Yeah, because you'd be really fucking dumb to do that. Like, when I worked at a, as, when I worked at a nursing home in North Kent, like, as a, like, as an SCNA, but, like, I had, like, residents like you can't just you know you can't, you can't lay up. your hands on somebody's, <laughs> on somebody's mom somebody's grandma like you no. just you just can't do that or whatever yeah. and so um that part of it you know but like a random stranger i i've had like someone like say like you know like the n-word or something but like mm-hmm. i you can move past that but like to like physically do something mm, no 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 Mm. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Um. That's crazy, man. But yeah, I, I just feel like our world needs to really wake up, and especially like just like with the whole education piece of it, like mm-hmm. just educate yourselves. Like Amazon and Netflix made so many movies available for free. Oh, we watched Thirteenth the other the other the other night, and I mean I had seen it before, but um. My girlfriend was like, dude, I, I, I can't believe this is real life. And if you don't believe this, then you're fucking stupid. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't, you know, you, you talk about prison reform and whatever. Like, bitch, nobody wants to really reform prisons. You don't want to keep people out of prison. You want to know why? Because there's a bunch of people making millions and millions and millions of dollars off that shit. Mm-hmm. And off of the backs of people of color. Yeah. Because, I mean, the the numbers don't fucking lie. And I, I don't know if you saw my post, um... God, what did I post? Oh, I posted that video that your wife posted about the guy that was teaching math or whatever. And uh-huh. was like, so I posted it on my thing. And I was just like, there are more white people in this country. So therefore, the probability of a cop killing a white person over a black person is a lot higher because there are more white people. However, black people are killed at disproportionately higher rates than white people. And if you don't see that, then I don't know what to tell you. And so this one girl commented and was like, you know that, that, that those statistics are from the census, like... That doesn't even count. And I'm just like, okay, regardless, <laughs> 60% of those census people identified as, as, as white, white people. <laughs> Again, I don't care how you want to frame it to fit your little agenda, but it's not going to work here. And I just like, just fucking lay down your goddamn arms. Just fucking get over it. Like, just admit that there is a problem because you're not helping the situation when you keep trying to deny the facts. Like, it's super. I couldn't even imagine. These like, people are seriously acting like like this is like a, a dick measuring competition, and it's not. And like I feel like the the people who like, especially for dudes who are just like out here, like you know, all lives matter or oh my god, this that and the other whatever. Like I seriously have no other way of thinking about it. Is that like you are terrible in bed and you have the smallest dick because at this point, like. What is your like? You're overcompensating for something. <laughs> like, there's no there's no reason on why like 
you can't like especially from a man's perspective Mm -hmm. is that you can't like view things to be equality not everything is a competition this isn't a football game this isn't a but you'll cheer for you'll cheer for black men when it comes to football and basketball because you paid for that you 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 paid for that that's a different that's a different thing and so like they just i don't know i I just feel like people need to take their pride down Mm -hmm. let these let their egos like push your ego to the side because as you especially for people who want to raise children and that's what people fail to realize is that Currently, people who are raising children are the same people who were raised by other people who told them certain things. And it mm-hmm. continues to be passed down and passed down and passed down. Same way when it comes in the black community about, you know, like, you don't call the police first. You don't do this. You don't do that. Like, you try to figure things out on your own because who's to say when the law shows up that the law is going to be on the victim side? Right. And that's what people fail to realize is that we teach children to view society a certain way so when is it going to change that society shows parents that it's okay to teach their children something different and that's what the world is asking for right now i really do a a big part of my heart like really does feel like we're on the brink of change and it is it's it's good but at the same time like is it really gonna happen because but then you see shit like north canton because you have some dude out there with a little Peter, and he doesn't know what he's doing. Little Peter. He doesn't know. And, like, I, but isn't that funny that you talked about this, too? Like, you, you said he had, like, a PTSD and a mental illness. Now, okay, we never give that benefit of the doubt to a black, black no. man. You want to bring up his criminal history from 10 years yeah. ago when he stole a pack of fucking now laters from the dollar store. Oh, my God. You did, that's what you want to talk about. You want to talk about the fact that this dude stole something from a store or how he, you know, went to jail for a, you know, some kind of assault or whatever the case may be or a drug charge. It doesn't matter. And if it really mattered and if he was supposed to be dead, then why didn't you kill him back then? So, like, if it a crime is a crime. You know, but at the same time, in most of these situations that we are seeing today is that these people aren't committing any crimes. And even if you are committing some form of a crime, unless you are just slaughtering people, then all right, okay, go ahead, kill him so he can stop killing other people. But like, that's not the case. We don't see that. What we do see is that we see a lot of white males who slaughter and, you know, basically have these massacres and nope, like they just get taken away. Dude, I mean, it was a prime example in North Canton. Like I'm saying, if you haven't watched the video, it literally shows you white privilege at its fucking finest. Dude pulled a gun. I mean, even the couple in St. Louis, the woman was pointing a gun with that atrocious mustard stain on her shirt. But she's pointing the gun at protesters. Like it now, was if nothing. a black man did that, he, he would have been, been shot. Shot. He, he wouldn't have been, been able to even put the gun up. He'd have pulled the gun out and he'd have been dead. And if you don't fucking recognize that, I, re- I just... 
And my favorite people, you want to know my favorite white people, are the white people who post their token black, like, unicorns. Your Candace, she's not even, I, you know what? You don't even get to be called a unicorn because you're fucking trash. Uh, your Candace Owens. Your, um, who, who else? Those, uh, I don't the, watch the, the video. The there were those, twins? Those two guys, right? Like, they're, you can tell, like, they're biracial. Yes. Okay. Those, yes. Those two. I didn't even listen to that video. Is it? Is it just like, should I listen to the video or is it just going to like? I just don't, I, I personally feel like people just need to stop giving them attention. Got it. And that's just how I feel about it. Now, Candace, well, she does try to like redeem herself sometimes. And then unfortunately she digs a bigger hole for herself. And she wasn't expecting for America to find the case where she had filed charges against a group of white men who said that they were going to do things to her. Yeah, did you she, hear? I mean, she she goes into, I have listened to her on Joe Rogan. I've listened to her talk a bunch of times because I think, I, and I said this last time, I think it's also important to listen to people who are clearly on the opposite side. Not yeah. because she's black either, just because like, any person who's far right, I want to listen to them because I want to know where I want to know their perspective. Mm-hmm. And when she talked about that phone call or those voicemails that she got from the kids in her high school, like, and then tries to claim that those weren't racially motivated or that the, that wasn't racist or that wasn't a hate crime, like, why was it when it initially happened? Then yeah, right, right. Why? And don't try to downplay it. Don't like, like don't try to downplay it now just because like you're. Life is different because, like, okay, cool, yeah, you are married to a white guy. No problem with that. I'm married to a white woman. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with that. But I'll be damned if I forget the fact that I'm black because my wife is white. And that's mm. the issue. And like, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's... That just... Shit. Our lives don't... You know, like, you are raised different and things like that and like i mean even in like my own family like we've had our own issues when it has come to racist ideologies racial views and things like that because if white people haven't experienced something they're not going to get it or until someone fully explains it to them that's the only way that they can like actually really open up to get it and there are sometimes like there would be certain things that were done or said and like my wife would be like, oh, I think, like, you're just, like, kind of, you know, making a big deal about something. And then she started seeing more of it, and she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, now shut up, because this is different. No, I mean, and, but I can, I can respect and appreciate that, too, because I'm going to be honest, like, I was a little bit on that same train. Like, do you think you're being a little bit, like, dramatic about this? Like, whatever, you know? But then it was like, no, because then it took me... To realize that, like, again, I'm white. Nobody's ever not going to listen to me. And then the fact that I teach young people of color and to imagine them being put in that situation, it was like, no, I would fight for them like they're my own fucking kid. And, like, the fact that other people can't grasp that is really just, like, it's, I mean, to be fair, it's not surprising, honestly. And and that's how I look at it anymore. Like, I'm not surprised um, like I was talking to an old professor this morning and I just told her, cause she was like, I am, I'm just numb to it. And I was like, honestly, I was like, I kind of like, that's how I feel right now. I just, I honestly, I feel numb to the fact that we want change so bad, but like we, these things keep happening. And so like, you're just, you're emotionally exhausted. You don't know what to say anymore. You don't know how to feel. And you just like, you're like, 
okay, I'm tapping out, man, because like, mm-hmm. what else am I supposed to do? Because mm-hmm. from the larger picture, it just seems as if people just don't care. And if people don't care and flat out just don't give a damn, like, what are you really supposed to do? Do you continue to like, you know, after you are like, this is like round 25 and you're just like, you are tired, you're broken down and you just like, you feel like beat up, like just KO me already. Like, and, but at the same time, you're just like, no, like I still have to get up and fight. Mm -hmm. If not for me, it's for like my next generation. Mm -hmm. And that's how our ancestors and everyone, you know, like looked at it. And so that's where you have to, like try to find a happy medium right and then like I even told her that I was coming over here today to do this and she was like well looks like you're not tapped out yeah. <laughs> and I was like yeah I was like because but I was like but I also like really trust this person I was like there's a difference there and she was like yeah but no but still like you you haven't tapped out and I was like oh, okay I guess you're right but yeah just I really hope that people can change and I know there always be some form of hate in our world mm-hmm. just because it's America and who we are but like something has to change from like a larger scale of things right and I mean I have seen people that I would not expect to speak out actually speaking out now oh yeah and so there is a positive to that but I'm still seeing the same fucking bullshit excuses that people are pulling out and I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. I'm sorry that you have to deal with that shit because it's fucking disgusting. It's so. it, it is. It just it's it's crazy. Just like people who can justify all like their like, you know, if if a man rapes a woman and they will say, like, you know, well like she should have kept her knees closed, this, that mm-hmm. and the other, whatever Mm-mm. are the same people who were raised by people who raped slaves. Like, and when, like, and I watched a documentary, I have to look at the name of it and find it and send it to you, but, Mm -hmm. like, this one judge, he says that his grandfather, his great-grandfather owned slaves, and that's how, like, he told, the only person that you treat with respect is your, is your woman. Any other woman, it doesn't matter. A judge. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I have to go back and find it, but Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild to where, like, and obviously, you know, like, yeah, he's just one person, but, like. If he can openly admit that, there's no reason on why, like, other people can't put it into some kind of perspective. Like, right. his his great-grandfather taught his father, you know, and, and just like... It's this a vicious is a, cycle. It's just, it's normal. Yeah. So, at somewhere in this, you know... You gotta break it. Yeah, you just have to break the cycle. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on here. Absolutely. Um, it was a good conversation. Yes. Um, can you please tell people, because uh, I want to buy one of your shirts or whatever, um, can you please tell everybody like when it's coming out and where they can find uh, your clothes? It will be released in three weeks from Monday. Okay. So, so I think it's like July. I need to count. July something. Yeah. So it will be July 20th. Okay. Um, and my social media name is yep. Topher Artez Unlimited. Um, and so like that'll, is where, it, that's how it is on Instagram. That'll be the website. Um, and then if you can't remember that, you can just follow me under Topher Lynch. 
Yeah, and I'll put your info in the uh, description on um, uh, Anchor and Spotify. So You're so official. Yeah, you know, I try to be, but thank, I really appreciate you coming and talking to me. Well, thank you for having me. All right, guys. Well, I'm signing off now. Bye, guys. Bye.